Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Since wrestling's last nonsense, this is Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, a very special edition of Central we're bringing to you. This is our punk cast. CM Punk has been fired by All Elite Wrestling. Uh, the statement went out around about half nine last night, UK time. A statement from All Elite Wrestling and Tony Khan. Uh, saying that AEW has terminated the wrestler and employment agreements between Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk, and AEW with cause, effective immediately. The termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, General Manager and Head of Creative of AEW. The termination follows a week-long internal investigation of an incident occurring backstage at AEW's All in London on Sunday, August 27. Following an investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee met and later convened with outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to Can that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Can offered the following statement, Phil played an important role within AEW and I thank him for his contributions. The termination of his AEW contracts with cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision in the best interest of the amazing people who make AEW uh, possibly every week, sorry, I'm making the decision in the best interest of the many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our talent, our staff, our venue operators, and many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bringing our fans to great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world. Um, so, Dave, before we get to, obviously, the video package that opened uh, last night's AEW collision, what were your original thoughts when this statement came out around about half past nine last night? Um, to be honest, I was in two minds about it because I thought, one, oh my God, it's another mental news story that's broken within the space of a week. Uh, but at the same time, it's the least surprising, shocking announcement that I've heard because I think there was going to be a straw that broke the camel's back when it came to CM Punk's tenure at AEW. I just didn't expect it to be so soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, to take folk back that didn't know the incident that they were referring to, um, a few weeks ago uh, on Collision, apparently Jungle Boy wanted to do a spot where he put Hook through real glass. Um, that was nixed by people backstage, and Punk, as a locker room leader, stepped forward and basically said, look, it's been, you've been told no, stop bringing it up. Uh, Jungle Boy apparently was in a strop and walked away. Later on the AEW uh, Zero Hour for Wembley, uh, Jack Perry told people he was going to say what he said. 
he went out, he dropped um, he dropped hook on the hood of a car, slapped the car window and said, see this? Real glass, Crimea River, essentially poking the bear. Um, I've seen a lot of people with different um, different opinions of it. Finlay Martin from Power Slam magazine said that he thought Jack Perry should have been sacked immediately because he started this whole altercation and he knew what he was doing. I've seen Kevin Ash on the Click This podcast saying that, uh, that yet again, Punk is the reason there is a backstage incident and it comes a point where you have to fire him. Originally, when the first uh, stories broke about a backstage altercation, what were your thoughts on that itself? What were your thoughts on the Punk Perry uh, incident? Well, we discussed it on last week's Central, you know. I offered my perspective on it, having sort of painted the picture from what multiple articles were telling us. Uh, it obviously was instigated by Jack Perry's comments about using real glass. Uh, but I'm a bit disappointed that he's not been punished to a further extent, you know, because originally they were both suspended, but now Punk's the one that's been fired. So but I get it because Punk obviously must have in instigated the the physical confrontation, as it were. I mean, yes, people throw jibes uh, to people you at any point in time. That doesn't necessarily cause grounds for dismissal or, or suspension, but it was definitely those comments that I think drove Punk into that frenzy, shall we say. It was almost like, you know, when you try to get a rise out of somebody and they're the ones to get physical, you know, they're the ones that are going to be, you know, brought down on by the higher-ups. So... It's a, it's a very odd situation to be in. Obviously, Punk has got a very volatile temper. You know, he gets into, you know, scuffles with folk backstage. If people say anything negative about him or online, etc. It's, uh, I suppose, in a way, the right action was taken. But I don't think this was Punk purely acting out of his own accord to an extent. It was more like he was the bear that got poked and... You know, now, because he acted physically, acted on, like, those impulses, that's what's uh, resulted in the termination. So, uh, Hearts of Wrestling, um, who broke a lot of stories, are very punk-friendly. I do believe he is friends with the guy that breaks these things. Apparently, uh, a sit-down meeting, this was news that broke on... Uh, sorry, I'm just checking just now. Yep. Um... This is news that broke after the fact. Apparently, part of Punk's frustration was that a sit-down meeting between the Elite and CM Punk was scheduled to take place last week ahead of AEW All-In, but was called off last minute by the Elite. The summit was intended to bury the hatchet, and the cancellation over appears to have added to Punk's overall frustration. This is obviously going back to the original incident, which happened um, a year, almost a year ago today. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, a year ago. The yeah, a year ago tomorrow, sorry. Um, so, obviously, you had CM Punk after the show. He was just... He was having a pop at everyone. He obviously wasn't happy with uh, Hangman Adam Page's comments and how he was being painted. He said that he worked with children. Um, he talked about wrestlers who couldn't run a company properly. Uh, sorry, his exact words, I believe, were they couldn't manage a target. Which led to Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks confronting CM Punk in his locker room uh, and a fight breaking out with Ace Steel and CM Punk fighting with the Elite and Kenny Omega. Um, I think Punk 
when he came back was very clear he wanted to work with Kenny in the Bucks. He said he thought he could draw money. Kenny and the Young Bucks apparently just didn't want anything to do with CM Punk. Uh, and I'm sorry, but I think before Punk even was brought back, before Collision was made, because Collision was made just to house CM Punk to keep him away from the elite. Before any of that happened, I really do think Tony Khan should have got all four guys in a room and basically sat them down and mediated almost a, a civil workplace agreement. They, they don't have to like each other, but, you know, mm. an agreement to be civil. And I, yeah. I don't think many people would have complained had we got Kenny Omega versus CM Punk in Wembley. Yeah, I mean, any employer worth their salt, you know, would try and come up with a solution if there was dissension amongst employees. doesn't matter if you're a, a corporate firm or a sports organization. You need a, a safe working environment for everyone involved. Um, and it just feels weird. You know, you thought it would have all been diffused before, before All In. You know, we got to see Punk come out immediately after this confrontation, unbeknownst, you know, to what was going on. But everything just carried on as if everything felt normal. Obviously, you know, the reaction was was divisive, but it's it's kind of what you would expect from a, a wrestling organization when there's so much anarchy backstage. I mean, just a quote from from Sports Illustrated as well, I think you might have mentioned them briefly at the start, is that um, Punk was not dismissed solely because of his backstage altercation with Jack Perry. His firing came after Tony Khan felt physically threatened by Punk at all in during his attempt to get Punk refocused on the match. Unlike prior occasions, Khan was not able to effectively communicate or reason with Punk, and eyewitness accounts supporting Khan's claim further ended any chance that Punk would return to AEW. So it's, yeah, after what happened at the All Out Scrum, they should have had a contingency plan in place to try and, you know, get everybody grounded, let the dust settle, and just, you know, air every grievances and they can just carry on. But when you've got that much chaos backstage, you know, uh, it's eff effectively a, an owner and a and an operator who's, you know, too pally with certain certain employees, it's not going to end well for anyone. Yeah, I think, you know, when you're going up, it's called all elite wrestling. When you're going up against the elite, I don't think you're ever going to win. Um, I'm just looking here now for the... Um, for the comments made by Tony Khan in the pre-recorded video here. Sorry, just getting these comments up. Because yeah. all as we obviously as we are recording, we're recording. It's five o'clock at night UK time here. The story broke some twenty hours ago, um, and there's still more coming through. Um, so Tony Khan opened collision with a pre-recorded statement. Um, Tony Khan said it was one of the toughest decisions in my personal career by terminating CM Punk. Uh, the incident was regrettable and it endangered people backstage. That included production staff who put on the show every week. Uh, and and himself, apparently. Who had nothing to do with it. I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years. I've been producing them on this network for four years. And never in all that time have I ever felt like last until last Sunday that my security, my safety and my life was in danger at a wrestling show. I don't feel anyone should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. And I had to make a very difficult choice today. I'm just going to read your comment from Jim Cornette before we move on there. Do we have to? 
Jim Cornette is amazing, Dave. I'm sorry, but mm. you're you're wrong here. Jim Cornette is sensational. Well, he's certainly divisive, says, that's what I'll say. Jim Cornette says, I've been involved in a business filled with exaggeration and hyperbole for almost 50 years, and I have never, Block Capitals, heard a single line of dialogue containing a more stunning, awe-inspiring, metric fuck-ton of unadulterated bullshit in my life as I heard uttered tonight. Hashtag scared for his life. Right. And this is something where... And this is, and I, I bring this up in Central every so often. Whenever WWE does something daft or says something that, you know, or uses a word that's a business word and it's not how people would really talk, it's picked apart. But when, <laughs> but when Tony Khan goes on national TV and says he was scared for his life from CM Punk, no. I'm sorry, did he think Punk was going to kill him in Wembley Stadium in front of thousands of witnesses and thousands of cameras? No. What an absolute moron. And this is where Tony Khan fails as a boss. He fails as a boss because if he wanted to fire CM Punk, he should have done it on the spot on in Wembley Stadium, okay? Because if you throw hands at someone, and I know we're talking about poking the bear, and I know we're talking about the punk might have got a raw end of a deal, but in any other workplace, I, I'll give you an example. I work with my wife. If someone said something about, or my wife to be, sorry, if someone said mm -hmm. something about my wife to be, <laughs> I was going to say if you had a shotgun wedding or something. <laughs> someone said something about my wife to be, and I fucking hit them in the face even though it would be completely justified in my eyes, you're in a workplace. You you do not raise your hands in the workplace. Okay? Uh -huh. CM Punk was not told to leave Wembley Stadium. CM Punk was told he could stay if he wished, but if he left, it probably would defuse situations. CM Punk went and got a shower, got ready, and left an hour later. CM Punk was not told about his suspension. And then after a week where basically everyone else tells him, you have to fire this guy, he then says, oh, no, it was only my decision. It was my decision and my decision alone. He then goes out in Chicago, the guy's hometown, and tells them that he was scared for his life and that's why he did it uh, on pre-taped. He then did it live in person. So he's in the space of, say it was at the end of the show. So what was that? It was... 3 a.m. So at 3 a.m. UK time with collision finishes. Nine half nine here at break. So let's let's round it up and say ten o'clock. In the space of five hours, he's released a strong statement. He's then released a video package where he completely undermines himself by saying he was scared for his life. He then goes out again, and it's it's this total love me, love me. I'm your best friend. I'm one of yous. He even said that. I grew up in the great state of Illinois. I grew up down the road in Champaign. And everyone was just still like, <laughs> What a moron. I'm sorry, but Vince McMahon would have fired him, released a statement. I don't even think he would have done a video package. I think he would have just moved on with the show. And ironically, hmm. when you watch the first 15 minutes of Collision, the return of Daniel Bryan, you're like, that's a smart move. You brought back Daniel Bra uh, Brian Danielson. You brought back one of the hottest wrestlers in the world. You brought back one of the biggest baby faces, even though he's been playing a heel, one of the biggest baby faces of the past 10 years. 
you brought him back. Well done. You've distracted from the punk thing. And then he goes out and brings it back into the forefront. He's a moron. Mm. Yeah, just just say what's on your mind there, Ross. It's because uh, Tony Khan... Tony Khan is at fault to some degree here because, you know, I think you summed it up perfectly. If punches are thrown in the workplace, any form of physicality should be swiftly punished. He dilly-dallies on it for about a week after All In, and then he announces it after basically flip-flopping for the last few hours before collision. The, the really sad thing is, this was all fixable. You know, and it it should have had alarm bells ringing after the all-out scrum. He would have been, he should have been shouting from the rafters like, listen, this is not okay. I don't want this to cause problems for the company. I don't want this to damage our reputation and I don't want this to damage your guy's reputation either. Let's just get together, brush things off, try and come up with a, a reasonable solution and then we can move on. Like, He's obviously not learned from the past mistakes, and it's it's really disappointing to see because that's not how like a uh, company owner should operate. He needs to be more swift and decisive with actions. You know, take any friendships or alliances out of the picture and start thinking like a businessman because they've just made themselves look like complete morons behind the scenes now. And in turn, it is starting to affect their reputation a little bit as a company, you know, a la shades of 2000s WCW when they were firmly up the shitter with WWE running amok. It's, it's, it's beggar's belief, you know, to see that a company who said they were going to take, give WWE a run for its money is now in the shambles of its end because they failed to respond to a volatile employee who could physically, you know, well, not physically, but um, who could cause a lot of damage like to a company and to its employees within, you know, just because of one statement take it, taken out of context. And the thing here is, um, on media calls on Thursday, um, AEW, uh, sorry, Tony Khan said he would let fans know before the pay-per-view if CM Punk was going to be on the show. There were still plans to have CM Punk on the show. I've got a photo here. I've screenshotted it from AEW's official Twitter account. Um, it was... Um, it was posted two days ago, as of today. They're still not taking it down. So it's posted Friday. Um, and it's a, a photo that says, AEW will make its Wichita, Kansas debut with AEW Collision live at the Intrust Arena on Saturday, November 4th. Tickets are available now. And who's front and centre of the advertising with the biggest bit of <laughs> biggest bit of poster? It's CM Punk. He's front and centre in this advertising. I don't think, and, you know, he can turn around and say it's his decision and his decision alone. But the media call, his reaction after brawl out, his reaction after brawl in, <laughs> brawl in, brawl out, shake it all about, his reaction on the media calls and this advertising. And by the way, people talk about Vince McMahon. Tony Khan is in charge of every aspect of AEW. This doesn't go out without his approval. Putting that poster out on AEW's official Instagram account shows me that if it wasn't 
for the disciplinary committee and the outside legal counsel basically saying you have to fire him because that's the thing as much as Jack Perry was the instigator Jack Perry was assaulted yeah Jack he didn't Perry, throw punches he was just being a, yeah. a snidey little bastard yeah Jack Perry can say he was being the on-screen character he was being a heel CM Punk can say that it was done off off camera, off camera. He, he assaulted Jack Perry, he left him open to a lawsuit. And listen, I, I'm upset the punk's gone, but had he been sacked over the last week, I would have understood it. But this mm. is just more weak management from Tony Khan. And it, there is not a HR department in AEW. Did you know that? They don't is that have right? Own, they don't have their own legal firm. They use outside legal counsel. Impact Wrestling is owned by Anthem. They have a HR department, they have a legal department, and they have a tenth of the budget of AEW. Supposed to the extent, you know, they've, all they've really got is talent relations. I mean, does HR fall under that as well? Not fully. There should be a full HR department. And mm. talent relations, you brought that up. There was another issue with CM Punk. He was allowed to call the shots. He was allowed to stop. So he was basically Hogan in WCW. He had yeah. effectively full creative control. No, but the Christopher Daniels incident a few weeks ago, he was allowed to say that Christopher Daniels couldn't come backstage to collision. Oh, right, because yeah. Because if Ace Steel wasn't allowed back, Christopher Daniels, who was involved in the uh, all-out media scrum last year, uh, shouldn't be allowed backstage either. That's when Tony Khan should have said, I'm sorry, but again, your friend got physical and was let go with cause. This is my head of talent relations. He should be there. What if there was an issue backstage and nobody can go to talent relations? Again, it's leaving AEW open to a lawsuit. And it's just, again, it just comes back to more weak management. I was watching the um, the Click This podcast and they were talking about how Vince McMahon wouldn't put up with this, how Eric Bischoff wouldn't put up with this. But if Tony Khan's going to be everybody's friend, he's going to need somebody in next to him who acts as the heater. A John Laurinaitis, you know, the guy to... Someone who them in. Yeah, the, a guy who phones the talent and tells them they've been released. A guy who tells talent, well, look, I'm sorry you can't do that. You're suspended. That should... There should exist someone like that in AEW. But yeah. there doesn't. And remember his former title as well, Laurinaitis. Exec Executive Vice President of Talent Relations. <laughs> and that's... That's what it should be. That it, it, There should be someone there. And, oh, God, it's just, it seems for AEW, for every step forward, there's a massive leap back. Mm -hmm. They pull off the biggest gate in wrestling history. They are record attendance at Wembley. They're doing it again next year. But now they're going to be doing it a man down. They're going to be doing it a massive draw down. We saw how many CM Punk t-shirts there were at uh, All In. Yeah, we and one of our group one of, got one. Mm -hmm. Yep. We saw that it was one of the main merch movers along Bullet Club uh, merch over the weekend. You're now going back in to Wembley, a guy down, when you really didn't need to be. Yeah, mm -hmm. This could have been... Oh, and let, let's talk about the elite here, because surely... Surely the elite take some blame here. 
Because they were both suspended after the the all out thing last year. And yet they were brought back and when they said they didn't want anything to do with CM Punk, his return was faltered until they could make get collision off the ground and get CM Punk on collision. I'm sorry, but if they don't want to work with CM Punk, that's fine. But something should have been done to reach an amicable workplace agreement mm-hmm. where people can act professionally. Yeah, I'm just reading a, a tweet from uh, Kenny McIntosh of Inside the Ropes. Uh, he says, sadly, the mob have won on this one. I don't know if he's referring to the elite or the fans or maybe a bit of both. But uh, so many situations could have been de-escalated by management pre-All Out 2022, pre-All In 2023, etc. And weren't. And now they've let go of the guy they built Collision around after a killer match at Wembley. What a mess. Just to add, I'm not condoning any violence, but as I said in the tweet, there were numerous de-escalation points that never happened. That's the issue I'm getting at. It was all fixable. Again, don't condone any violence. So I'll read you some other things here. Um, So Sports Illustrated reports that sources close to both sides expect a response from CM Punk after the announcement of his firing yesterday, which holds the potential to be explosive. Like a pipe bomb? Yeah, well, that was released today. That was on Wrestling Ops on Twitter at 3.16 earlier uh, p.m. today. We're recording at just coming up for 20 to 6 at, at, at this point. So, stuff to look forward to. I listened to the um, Wrestling Observer um, newsletter. They put a clip on uh, Twitter, sorry, on YouTube. Um, and I'm going to be honest. I don't trust anything that Dave Meltzer says because I think it's obvious his relationship with the likes of Jericho, the likes of um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And it just seemed like, and listen, I I could be wrong here, guys. If you go in and type CM Punk in on YouTube, um, Wrestling Observer's newsletters video, uh, about CM Punk sacking is there. You can watch it for yourself and tell me if I'm wrong. But Dave Meltzer seems very much like he's pointing all the blame at Punk and there's no blame and he should have been sacked last year and there was nothing wrong. And, you know, he's been reporting all week and now that Punk's been fired, he's changing his tune on some of the stuff he was reporting. So I'll, I'll just read you these, these notes I took. So Brian Alvarez said that the lawyers... Uh, Discipline Committee and more were asked not just about what happened on Sunday, but the past year. Uh, Dave Meltzer jumped in at this point and said, yeah, they would have been asked that, but he was only sacked because of Sunday. Um, Brian Alvarez then says, well, why were people asked about Sunday? Uh, Why were people asked about other things? And this is when Dave Meltzer just said, well, he should have been sacked last year and there was no no other response. Uh, Dave then moves on and says, reports of punk, quote-unquote, lunging at Tony Khan were quote-unquote kind. Uh, He said that the actual incident was a lot more violent and that Tony had reason to be scared for his safety. I don't buy that because uh, sorry, and in Dave's opinion he says it should have happened last year, he should have been sacked. Right. From multiple sources, the stories were Punk and Perry getting into it caused a monitor to fall onto Tony Khan. It was then broken up by Samoa Joe. Um, 
Tony Khan went to the guys in the tag team title match and asked them if they would be, or were ready to go out because they were going to have to go out first. They said no, they were still getting ready and still planning out the match. The people in the six-man tie between the Golden Elite and Bullet Club Gold uh, were apparently ready to go out before Samoa Joe came back with CM Punk and said we're ready to go out. So at what point did Punk have time to get away from Joe, find Tony Khan, who was interviewing multiple wrestlers, and lunge at him and go for him and make Tony fear for his safety? I just, I really don't buy this considering the stories that have came out. Yeah, I mean, not, from what I've read, you know, from those reports, it was the the incident where a monitor was knocked on him while he was backstage in gorilla position. At yeah. no point did I ever see any story mention that, you know, Punk, like, followed Tony to, like, a, a secluded area of Wembley Arena, physically got, or, or at the very least, got in his personal space. There was no signs of threatening or physical violence at all. There was no singling out in any capacity that I was aware of that, or that was reported. It was just the monitor incident. I mean, yeah, a monitor falls on you. It's, it's not great, you know, probably just collateral damage. Accidents happen. Worst you probably get is a few bruises. But you wouldn't... I mean, if that happened to either of us, I wouldn't be... Personally, I wouldn't be scared for my life. I'd be a bit annoyed, obviously, but not to the extent where I'd feel unsafe. So, I mean, I get, you know, maybe some other stuff's happened, but I can only go with, with what reports are saying. And we said last week on Central, there was a there was a lot of reports going around, you know, but he said, she said, and all we can do is really just paint as effective a picture as we can. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So let's um, just touch on, before we round up, let's touch on All Out. Uh, All Out takes place in Chicago tonight. Um, listening to the Wrestling Observer um, video, you would have thought there was no CM Punk chance <coughs> at the collision taping last night. Um, he's He made it out that every time CM Punk uh, chance started, they were booed down. However, multiple videos have uh, been posted online of Tony's in-person appearance where he's being booed out of the building and CM Punk chants are very prevalent. CM Punk's chants very loudly started off the show uh, while Tony Schiavone was in the ring about to introduce Ricky Starks. Uh, they only stopped because, <laughs> fair play to Tony Schiavone, he knew how to work the crowd. He just started shouting and the crowd were just like, all right, but... He's putting us off, basically. And then Tony Giovanni introduces Ricky Starks and the, the show moves on. So fair play to Tony Giovanni. Um, but we have... We have the actual video... We have the actual show starting with CM Punk chants. We have multiple videos of CM Punk chants. And then we have the Young Bucks getting booed and CM Punk chants beginning when they entered the ring. So how the hell can Dave Meltzer turn around and say there's no there's no CM Punk chance? That's one. But all out tonight, I don't think there's a strong enough card there to distract or to nullify the fact that Punk's not there in his hometown. Yeah. We we saw what happened the year he was away. He was never out of the news. Pardon me. 
You know, he was constantly in the news. When is Punk back? Is Punk still with AEW? Is Punk going to headline this new show? The guy, for all his faults, is, is an attraction. The guy, for all his faults, is newsworthy. The guy, for all his faults, is box office. And what's going to happen with Collision now as well, the fact that he's gone because it was CM Punk show. Mm. A CM Punk show without CM Punk is yeah. it's just an empty shell. And I've just seen the card for all out as well. 13 matches, be Christ. Like, yeah. oh. And nothing is really sticking out to me other than maybe the Ring of Honor tag titles with Better Than You Baby and the AEW International, International Championship with Cassidy and Moxley. I think people will be happy to see Cole and MGF as a team. Mm-hmm. But they're facing the Dark Order who have lost basically all their steam at this point. I don't think people will care, to be honest with you. And there's so many matches there. You know, the, the women's uh, six-man tag, the the Shane Taylor-Samoa Joe match, there's so much there. Bullet that, Club Gold versus FTR in the box. Yeah, well, there you go. There's so much there that is either not good enough to keep the crowd distracted for the fact that Punk's not there, or, in the case of the Young Bucks, or in Kenny Omega's case, when he takes on uh, Takeshita, there are two matches that highlight, in some people's minds, some of the reasons that CM Punk isn't there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can just tell those matches are probably going to get hijacked to a capacity by the fans, because they'll see anybody associated with the Elite, and they're going to just let them have it. Particularly, you know, I mean, if Don Callis doesn't get enough heat as it is, Kenny Omega is probably going to get a fair share of it as well. All because, you know, of what happened all the way back last year at the All Out Scrum. Yeah. Um, So, Dave, before we go, before we round it up, um, your final decision, and just in a nutshell, do you think CM Punk should have been sacked? Or do you think this is poor management and something that could have been resolved a long time ago? Short answer is yes and yes. It was driven by poor management from Tony Khan's part. It should have been resolved a year ago. But when you like physically assault someone backstage that isn't to do with character in a place of work, you know, I'd be surprised if you weren't handed termination papers. So I think, yes, firing punk was the correct call but it was a year too late. I think the sit-down meeting happens. The incident at Wembley doesn't happen. I think because they couldn't wait to bring the Elite back to TV. Like, they brought them back instantly. And Punk was the one left out in the cold. And it's hard not to look at that and think when you're CM Punk that you think that you've been basically given all the blame. I think this should have been resolved long before now. And I'll say this, I don't think if the scuffle doesn't end up near Tony Khan and the monitor doesn't fall on him, I don't think, I don't think he fires him. I think he was looking for a reason to get Punk out of his contract and, yeah, I, I think it's a bit vindictive here for Tony. 
Because how many times have we heard about backstage scuffles at wrestling shows? And Vince McMahon's thing was always, let's not make it, let's not let it get in the way of making money. Mm-hmm. If you could make it into a storyline, they could. And if the guys could get along and be civil, that was absolutely fine. Look at Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. You know, eventually one of them had to leave, but one of them was leaving. You know, yeah. and eventually the the black eye there was with Vince McMahon and Bret Hart. Yeah. But, but I like, think here, I think here, Punk, I, I have no problem that he has been sacked. I understand because he got violent in a place of work. I don't think he should have been sacked. I don't think he should have been sacked, and I don't think he is sacked unless Tony, look at me, look at me, it's all about me, can. Doesn't he get a monitor dropped on him? I mean, a suspension would have sufficed had they had a contingency plan in place just to keep everybody in order. But you're right about what, you know, if the wrestling scuffles happen backstage, I mean, look at Jericho Goldberg, look at Batista Booker T, but they were all resolved in some capacity and none of those guys were, were terminated as a result. You know, they probably would have got a suspension at worst, maybe a fine at best, but the the show the show goes on, you know they shake hands, brush themselves off, and they carry on. When you get physically violent, like provoked or unprovoked, and it causes distress for multiple people, it's it's at best suspension, worst termination. But based on what's happened over the last year, I think it was justified to an extent. Uh- I think Punk has taken the blame here. I, yeah. I, I really do. I think Punk's taken the blame from a year ago, and because that's not been resolved and it's festered, Punk's came back with a chip in his shoulder, and it's culminated in this. So I have sympathy for Punk, but and I I said I don't think he should have been terminated, but I can I can understand why he was. Anyway, mm-hmm. we'll discuss this uh, the all out card itself and the results of last night's WWE payback on this coming week central. But this was just a wee quick emergency punk cast, uh, just to kind of get the story out there and you know just kind of. But what do you guys think? Let us know at Suplex Retweet, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it, we're on it. What do you think? Do you think Punk should have been sacked? Do you think this is poor management? Do you think there are other factors at play? Or do you think it's just a case of Punk was the cause of his own downfall? Let us know. And if you want to listen to a ma- massive back catalogue of reviews, previews, interviews, and all the news, then it's Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, iTunes, Android, and Spotify. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dave, for joining us. And we'll Thank speak you very to you very much. Info. See you soon. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.